Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, let's go, Artie. Let's, let's go. go, my 49ers. Let's go. <laughs> yes, let's the go. Super Bowl is set as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. The Super Bowl is set. The odds are out. Yes, it we'll is. preview it to the nth degree tonight. Forty. And we only have two weeks to go, so we better hurry up, right? Yeah, we better get there quick tonight. <laughs> I mean, there's there's not a lot of time, Arnie. There's not a lot of time between uh, the Chiefs and the Niners finally getting on the field. But you know, there's a lot to get to. I know. I know. Big Ben always says the. The story is in the loser's locker room, yeah. and we'll get there. We'll get there. I can't wait to see you in Miami, though. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I ain't going. Um, oh, but, yeah, you're I not never, taking you? No, I, I never get invited. Why would? And why would I want to go watch the Chiefs, Arnie? I'm a Raiders uh, fan. I enjoy from afar. I appreciate I, Patrick Mahomes. But then if you're not going, then I'm not going. If you're not going, then I'm not going. They asked me to go, but if you're not going, then I'm not right. going. I would be willing to bet a finger <laughs> that you weren't asked to go to the Super Bowl. Wow. Now, maybe your brother had some sort of invite that he had through all the money he made betting the Vikings this year. But, yeah, they didn't uh, ask yeah. me. Yeah, they didn't ask me. Well, uh, Arnie, congratulations. As a lifelong Niner fan, your team is finally here. But I'm excited about this matchup. You know, we – we've constantly debated throughout the year, hey, who are the second and third best teams behind, what, Baltimore and what we thought maybe, well, I guess, it, quite honestly, it's been a rather regular debate throughout the year, who was one and who was two and who was three in the NFC, but we always kind of thought it was Baltimore, and when Patrick Mahomes was healthy, it was a good battle for two between the Patriots and the Chiefs, but we got two best. We got two best teams in the NFL this year. Outside of the fact that Lamar Jackson and Baltimore yeah. laid an egg in their divisional round, but I think with a healthy Mahomes all season long, they probably are in a little bit of a better situation. And lo and behold, they end up in the best situation possible. Arnie yeah. first Super Bowl for the Chiefs in fifty years. Wow. You know, I'm trying to think who benefited the most by going to the Super Bowl. Uh, was it Mahomes, who now as a young quarterback can say he's been to a Super Bowl? Can Jimmy G, who's already been the one, didn't play and now led another team there or took a team there? Uh, did he benefit? Is it somebody like Andy Reid? Is it Shanahan, who's been in his father's shadow the whole time? There's um, there's a lot of people that benefited by going to the Super Bowl. But I, I think if I, w- if I was to, to pick just one, um, I would say Andy Reid. 
uh, after what he's Amen. been through, and and you know, especially um, the four times in Philadelphia, uh, I, I really think he really deserved to go, and I'm I'm happy for him. I think that's one of the cool storylines heading into not just the Super Bowl, but also the week of of hype and the week of conversations. Is Andy Reid being back? Led the Eagles there. Was on the cusp of one with the with the Chiefs last year with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I I don't know if we want to debate how close they were with Alex Smith, but they they were they've been consistently in the playoffs since he went to Kansas City. I mean, Arnie, could we debate if it's Kyle Shanahan? I mean, could we throw him in there as you mentioned in Dad's shadows? You brought up Jimmy G. Uh, What about the rising superstar that is Raheem? uh, Gosh, I can't uh, Mostert. Who without Had him on doubt, my fantasy league team, thank goodness I cut him in week three. Good. I'm I keep, glad I did I, that. I just want to point this out. Yeah. For some reason, all night long, I, I'm going to call him motored, and I don't know why, <laughs> and I've done it all season long, and I did it all day today. But you could put that thing in front of me all day long, Raheem Mostert, and I'm going to call him motored for some reason. I'm just calling myself out before you have to. But, Arnie, here's a guy that's been on, what, six different teams. He's been on practice squads in Philadelphia, Cleveland, New York, Chicago, and finally gets an opportunity in San Francisco and and. and leads them to the Super Bowl with this performance today. We we could then go back to what's going on in Kansas City and we can debate about a guy like I don't know Damian Williams, who has been a, a bit of an unknown commodity at running back. The Chiefs lost Kareem Hunt last year. We thought they were done. And then, boom, Williams becomes a valuable commodity. You can go back to San Francisco and talk about Robert Sala. Back to Kansas City. Talk about Eric Bieniemy. Well, Arnie, wait, if, if I guess the do- point is I just think we're loaded with storylines heading into the week to lead up to the Super Bowl. I think if, if you're not happy for Andy Reid, the second group of people you got to be happy for are the people in Kansas City. I mean, look what they've gone through. I mean, well, when's the last Kansas time the Kansas City. City Omaha Kings won a game? I mean, I mean, really, it, <laughs> when, when, you know, the Royals, it's been a long time coming. Um, it just seems like that uh, that city needs a little bit of sports uh, plus there. Yeah, and uh, of course, when you consider that it's the Lamar Hunt trophy and it's going home, I mean, that that's kind of – it's heartbreaking to me. It just want, makes me want to poke my eyes out. I'm ready for America to turn on Patrick Mahomes. M- maybe – I'll tell you something. I don't know if you have followed this most of the day, but Mahomes' brother is incredibly obnoxious on TikTok. His wife <laughs> might be even more obnoxious on social media. But my only hope is that maybe everyone can turn on him quickly because I don't see how you stop him. And I mean, it took an injury to slow him down, Arnie. It took an injury. I don't, I don't know how. If you're heading into this game, and, and again, San Francisco's going to have a plan. They have those freaks up front with Thomas and Bosa, uh, guys that they were able to use first round picks and build up depth and build up experience. I mean, they got freaks up front, but I mean, I don't know how you slow them down. So you're right. If it's not Andy Reid, yeah. it's Kansas City, and I need us to do that quick turn to where we start hating someone that was great because this is a hard team to dislike by, coming by out the of way, Kansas let me, City. Let me be the first to break a story for everybody out there, and I'm 99.9% sure, uh, according to my sources about this one, you're going to love this, um, okay. Aaron Rodgers 
will never go back to a Super Bowl. I'm about 99.9% sure, according seven to my minutes sources. In, seven minutes in, as we come to you live yeah. from the Geico Was Fox too Sports long? Radio Studios, <laughs> where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. All you have to do is visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Guys, before the show started, um, and by the way, Lita Lap, our producer, Bobo on the Wheels of Steel, uh, Steve DeSager on updates. I said, Arnie, let's spend some time in this first segment talking about the matchup so we can give credit where credit is due to the Niners and to the Chiefs playing in the Super Bowl. You can S all over Aaron Rodgers a little wow. bit later on, but let's celebrate these. I mean, go read your text messages. Yes, go I read it. I know exactly what you said let's there. Let's celebrate these teams and what they've done. A likable Kansas City team. Uh, Richard Sherman, I've seen him talk gas his whole career. So he's back in San Francisco, which seems so crazy considering how he and Michael Crabtree had their thing when he took Seattle. It took you seven minutes to decide to start dumping all over Aaron Rodgers. Well, so, I mean, look, go ahead. Had 31 of 39, good percentage, 326. I think the two interceptions and the three fumbles, even though he only lost one, that's kind of a downer. I think that's bad. And let's be honest. You know, we were debating this last night. I had people all over Twitter attacking me and, and, and going straight for my jugular when we said, you know, we were doing what if, uh, and we're going, you know, who's going to benefit the most? We went through the quarterbacks, and I said, what if Aaron Rodgers doesn't win the Super Bowl. He's only going to have that one Super Bowl win. The people that think that he's a borderline Hall of Famer, well, they may have a case out there and he'll never be an Eli Manning. And all of a sudden, people jumped out. What do you mean he'll never be Eli? He's better than Eli Manning. Bah, bah, bah. Well, one Super Bowl win, one in four now in NFC Championship games. Um, and I don't think he's ever going to make it back there again. Look, he had a good year, led uh, Green Bay to a, to a good record. But let's be honest, it, the, it was the perfect storm, uh, storm for them. I don't think he could do it again, and he's getting up there in age. Yeah, I think he's done, Arnie. I'm with you 100%. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not kidding. Give me a – you know, he, I'll, he'll be lucky to have a starting job next year, to be oh, honest look with you. Look at you. Who's, who's look at their, you. I mean, did you see him in the first half, those two turnovers? Are you being serious right now? saying Aaron Rodgers is not even Eli Manning, borderline Hall of Famer? You know, I, I'm just tired of people dumping on Eli Manning. I had enough of that. I go, when's <laughs> Rodgers? Wait, you don't think he had a lot of pressure to go back, not only to go back to the Super Bowl, but to win the Super Bowl with his one Super Bowl? Why, am I the first person to bring that up, Mike? What are you, yeah, what are I've you never heard. He's only, he's only won one Super Bowl. It was only beat over my head the whole time because <laughs> every – now, here, here's what's frustrating yeah, about yeah, and I, ahead, I'm not fighting with you. I'm not dying yeah, yeah. on some hill about Eli I Manning know. versus – is Aaron Rodgers. You know that. I don't care. Um, but it's always funny to me that if you try to build a quarterback up, like say if I were to tell you Tom Brady's got, what is it, six Super Bowl rings, what's the first response you would say? Well, he had a great team around him. He had great defense. I mean, Bill Belichick. But then when you want to crush somebody, you're like, oh, he's only got one Super Bowl ring. So which way is I wouldn't is say that about Brady. I take that back about Brady. As a matter of fact, I think he wins Ooh, with the least amount uh, with the least amount of talent. I don't, wow. What are you talking about? Am I am I wrong about that? No, I, I'm not. I'm, totally I'm not doubting it. I, I'm just you've you've done a 180 on me. I don't even know how wow. to. I don't even know how to handle this right now. I mean, you usually want to sit here and destroy Tom Brady and call him old and that he's. Uh, He's along for the ride, and that they. Well, be he is all. Let's let's be honest. He's. But, I mean, he's you, he, this just in. He's never going back to a Super Bowl either. So he might as well buy tickets. Oh yeah, he is. He talked to Mark yeah. Davis last night, and I don't know if you realize. This, I saw because, that. I saw because that. Because you talk, you talk to somebody. That means you're going there. Um, oh, 100 percent guaranteed. 
I don't know. I, I don't want to get into this Aaron versus Eli fight. Aaron's a two-time MVP, Arnie. He didn't No, no, but let, let's be honest. He did need to at least go back. You know, the, the distractors are going to be there saying, oh, I told you he's got the one Super Bowl. Of they are. I, I love Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, he needs another notch in the belt, at least I think. I, he'll, be, I, he'll be a Hall of Famer. I just think he needs another Super Bowl, and I don't think it's ever going to come. I don't know, and, and maybe I'm crazy, I don't know if this year was the best setup for Green Bay rookie quarterback, or excuse me, rookie head coach, uh, defense getting better. Probably the best defense he's had in Green Bay since they won the Super Bowl. I mean, is that is that crazy to say? But I, but, but, I, I will have this. Was it perfect Arnie. for San Francisco with their injuries and what they went through last year? Look at their record. Yeah, well, look what their record was last year. I mean, they their coaches were coaching the Senior Bowl for goodness sakes. They got Nick Bosa with what the second pick in the draft. So, yeah. but I mean, and look how that turned. So I don't know why you're comparing San Francisco from last year, but I'm telling you what, I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is done. I understand handling the criticism because that's what happens whenever you lose in in a big game like this. He made mistakes. I'm not ready to bury him, though. Or, I mean, well, are you? Let me tell you something. The, the one fumble when he was standing there. That was and bad. And I'm saying to myself, do you not see the guy, the 300-pounder in your face just bearing down on you? And, and you're looking right at him, and you're holding the ball like 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 a loaf of bread. You're just standing there. I, I mean, I could have ripped that from him. And then people are ripping him when he fumbled the snap and never dove back in, which is the first time I've never seen a quarterback dive back in for a, for a football. I didn't even know where it was, because I'm like, does he have that? What, what happened Arnie, to the ball? Arnie, you have, because we destroyed Cam Newton for the whole half of the Super Bowl for doing that before. <laughs> so we have seen that before. But Yeah, but I, the show's tonight. I, I, I know. Why let anything that's happened in history yeah, help forget about that. shape our opinions? Yeah, exactly. I'll just say this on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And, and again, I know the story's always in the loser's locker room. Of and I got, I got seven minutes of being able to praise the teams that are going to the Super Bowl. So we'll take it wherever Arnie wants we to take it. We didn't even start on, on the now. Titans yet, but there's not much to say on them. Go ahead. Well, um, I'm not here to point a finger at Aaron Rodgers and go, ah, you blew it. You blew it. You stink. I just, I didn't come away from that game thinking that. I came away thinking the 49ers are damn good. Just like I did whenever I watched the Ravens play the Titans two weeks ago. I didn't come away saying, man, Lamar Jackson sucks. I came away saying the Titans defense had a damn good plan and shut him down. I don't know if anyone would have beat the San Francisco 49ers today. Let me ask you this. If I would have told you that Jimmy Garoppolo would throw for 77 yards, you would have said, oh, well, San Francisco must have lost by 30 points or he got hurt. No way he's going to throw for 77 yards. I would have said he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Had six completions. Yeah. I would have said he got hurt, but I don't think anyone expected Mostert to do what he did today. Uh, You know who didn't was the Green Bay Packers defense. Exactly. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not here ready to kind of destroy Aaron Rodgers. You are. Many other are as well. So you can hit us up at Plank Show on Twitter at Stinkin' Genius One. That's S-T-I-N-K-I-N Genius and the number one. And, of course, everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. Our, our producer, Lita Lap, he's heartbroken tonight, but he has been able to He'll get over through it. it. He's used to it. Oh, uh, you're spelling the end, though. How do we know he can? I mean, 
How do we know he's going to be okay? You're basically he's a Packer saying this fan. is it. He should, he should be used to losing. He's a Packer fan. See, that was a joke you used with Kansas City. So what's going to be your joke with But Kansas it works City for now? a lot of teams out there. <laughs> I would just take a shot to play in the championship game right now. All right, here's what we have planned on the show tonight. A lot of your tweets, congratulations, Kansas City Chief fans. You've always been the loudest and uh, some of the proudest fans, and again, some of the most angry. But hit us up tonight. We'd love to hear from you as the show rolls on. John Middlecoff is slated to join us at some point next hour. So we're going to have a very busy 11 central time hour when Todd Furman will be joining us, and then we'll go back-to-back with John Middlecoff. And throughout the night, your tweets, your calls, got a little buy or sell coming up, a Super Bowl edition. We've already started to see a few numbers slide out, so when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, let's get an early look at the line and maybe a couple of exotics that might be available. Yes, that's Ooh. what we do. When so- the Super Bowl matchup has been set for about 45 minutes, and there's already a line, and there's already some exotics set. And we'll get into them next with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. How cool is that? Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more. Discover.com slash cash back match. Now, you, you did mention last segment, aren't yeah. you? The Titans, our buddy at Shady Sean four twenty has checked in. What time should I call in for the Titans funeral? Hashtag Titans up. Uh, a couple of other quick little Titan notes that we'll get to later. But I mean, we you have to score what twenty eight is at a minimum in order to stay in there with the San Francisco or excuse me with the Kansas City Chiefs. And it it looked good early, right? Yeah. Looked yeah. good early, but unfortunately, they just. Um, well, the Chiefs are damn good, Arnie. I can't think of any other way to put yeah, it. Yeah, this just in. This just in. <laughs> I mean, the Titans jumped out on top 10-zip. When they kicked the field goal, kind of yeah. like Houston. When Houston kicked the field goal, you realized, oh, boy, uh, this might not look so good. And then what? Did Kansas City put five touchdowns on the board after that, and it was over. So, 
Impressed with the run for Mike Vrabel in Tennessee. Going to be interesting to see what they do at quarterback next year. Yeah, but- he's a young coach. He'll obviously – I think he's a good young coach. He'll, he'll have his team um, – well, I don't know if he'll have his team back. I should stop short of that because I really don't know if Tannehill's the type of quarterback that just maybe had one great run and that's it or if he's really going to take a team um, to a Super Bowl. I'm not so sure. He he did have a good run, but he doesn't put up good numbers, and, and Henry was running like crazy. So that had a lot to do with it. I think it's just a you know like a one-hit wonder with this guy. Well, and, and keep in mind, too – I don't know if they have a quarterback under contract for next year, do they? I mean, if you start if you start looking at the deals, I have to double check Tannehill's deal before I start speaking out of my backside. But I mean, I I think it's going to be interesting to see if they decide to commit long term to Ryan Tannehill or and I mean Marcus Mariota. That was yeah. basically him saying goodbye. Yeah, he was on a he's on a one year deal. He's on a one year deal as Tannehill. With the Tennessee Titans yes. for two mil. So, I mean, he's going to be available if someone else wants to go in and swipe him away for more money. So, Tennessee, Arnie, if we're going to talk about them coming back and being back in this mix, they got to figure out which direction they're going to go at quarterback. Because remember, you're the one that came up with a number that Tannehill's being paid seven mil this season. But only two mil of that is being paid by Tennessee because Miami picks up the other five million dollars no, no. on the contract. No, I, I matter of fact, I think it's two million by Tennessee, twenty million. Oh, is it twenty mil? My bad. You're yeah, right. It's 20, twenty million mil. by the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a bargain. Oh my gosh. So that's a that's a bargain out there, of course. They've got to figure out what they're gonna do with the quarterback position. And once they realize are they committing to Tannehill, are they going young? You know, because which would you rather pay twenty or twenty five million to Tannehill, Rivers, Brady, Teddy Bridgewater? I mean, they're all going to be about the same amount of money. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's a great Jameis Winston. If Jameis he's out Winston, there as well too. Cam Newton. Did you mention Rivers? I mean, he's already yeah, I said moving. Rivers, yeah, he moved, yeah, he's already, already moved. moved to, I thought, don't his kids go to school? How do you move in the middle of the school year? I don't understand that. Because he's worth $100 million. I know so that, but I he's think... so in the family, and he didn't move, want to move from San Diego to L.A., so I don't understand. Uh, but, no, it's going, to be, it's going to be fascinating to see what Tennessee does. But this is, this is a case to where I, I think Tennessee reminds me a lot of Jacksonville when they made their AFC yeah. championship run, and not just because they're in the AFC South. But, Arnie, I, I know that you've forgotten a lot that we talk about, and of you're course. throwing the fire takes out there. But two years ago, we thought the Jaguars were positioned with Tom Coughlin in the front office to be a gritty, hard-nosed team with Miles Jack and Calais Campbell. And remember, they had Jalen Ramsey, and everyone thought, holy smokes, if Bortles figures this out. Well, you see that? There you go. You hit on it because we didn't know what we were going to get out of Bortles, Uh, good Bortles or bad Bortles, and a lot of people didn't believe in him, and they turned out to be right. Well, keep in mind, too, we, we, we still don't know what Tennessee has in Tannehill or whichever direction they go. So fascinating future conversations, I think, in Nashville. But their foundation looks good. You know, I just – I always try to warn people, a lot of teams we talk about that get beat in the AFC Championship, NFC Championship, Division Around, Super Bowl even, Arnie, we say, hey, they're going to be back. And it's not easy. I mean, I'm not trying to captain obvious things here, but – we didn't think Baltimore. Pardon me. We, we didn't think Baltimore could get beat this year. Look, 
What's happened? We right. didn't think that Jacksonville was going anywhere a couple of years ago. Look what happened. So it's hard. It's hard to stay up top in both the NFC and the AFC. Except right, for Jimmy G. What is this? This is his third Super Bowl appearance, I believe. You're that good looking. You have no problems yeah. in life. <laughs> Don't care if you complete six passes or not. All right. So a couple of odds have already yeah. been thrown out there. This is from Bet Online, betonline.ag. And again, I've not seen any of them yet. Keep in mind, keep in mind, a lot of these odds are thrown out there. And Todd, if there's anything that you take away from this show, and if there's anything that Todd Furman has taught us, is sometimes the exotics and the early numbers are oh, meant yes. to generate interest for certain offshore accounts and offshore places. With that in mind, betonline.ag, a pretty sensible number here. The Niners. As a one-point underdog and an over-under, Arnie, of 52. 52 for the over-under. Matter You're banging fa- that over, right? Oh, absolutely. What, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm, I'm shaking thinking about that over. I may have to take some time off, go out to Vegas and get some action down on that. I'm sure my buddy Todd Furman can uh, give me a little bit, a little bit of a loan. I, I, I think it's going to go over the number, and I think San Francisco now getting one and a half. It might have moved in that direction already. Well, so I is, guess early early money might be coming in on Kansas City. Well, I, I, again, there's a lot of different entities out there, so I think the first right, right, number right. – that okay. came out was the betonline.ag. There's another one from sportsbetting.ag that has the Chiefs in minus one and a half with an over-under okay. of 52 and a half. Now, here's a couple of notes from that real quick before DeSager slides in. And don't forget, in about 30 minutes from now, Todd Furman's going to join us and he'll get us uh, educated and, and alert up on everything from a spread's perspective. Previously, there have only been three occasions where the Super Bowl spread was one and a half points or fewer. The last time was the Seahawks-Patriots game oh. that went off. Do you know what the line was in that game? Pick them. It Ooh. was a pick em game. Prior to that, the 49ers were just a one-point favorite in the Super Bowl against the, the Bengals. What was that? Super Bowl 16 in 1981. And the Dolphins were a one-point favorite versus Washington in – Super Bowl, what was that, uh, 7 in the What was that, a 14-7 game or a 17-7? Yeah, it was a tight game. 14-7. The, the over-under of 52-and-a-half marks one of the 10 highest totals in Super Bowl history. I wouldn't have thought that. I mean, that kind of blew me away a little bit. Yeah. We'll hit a couple of the exotic numbers that have been out there coming up here in just a bit because they've thrown – and everyone loves him. Hey, will LeBron James have more assists or most yeah. or more carries or something Although, of that nature? Let me tell you something. People pounded the exotics in these uh, AFC and NFC championships and made a boatload of money on this. Really? Well, that's something we'll learn about when Todd Furman joins us in about 30 minutes. But – Anywhere that you're looking right now looks as if Kansas City is a slight favorite and your over-unders around 52 or 53. And Arnie's early pick is bang the over. You want to wait on talking about if you're taking the Niners or the Chiefs? Yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it in the pick right. segment. Plus, I'm going to do some of the exotics. I don't have the numbers, so I can't wait till you give them out. I, I can't wait till the over-under on the anthem. I've got my pick on that one. All kinds of great stuff. Well, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, we'll start hitting on some of your early responses to the show 
show on Twitter. But first, Steve DeSager is in the house to get us caught up on a championship Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio. What's going on, Steve? Uh, Wins for San Francisco and Kansas City. And isn't the national anthem about two minutes and ten seconds every year? Every year. Every year. (laughs) Take the over. And then the controversy. Oh, do they count that big orchestral intro? Or is right when the first (laughs) note is struck? By by the way, with the over-under, I had read that Tom Brady's first Super Bowl, remember they were playing the greatest show on turf, the St. Louis Rams' great offense, and that over-under was 53, and that was an extremely low-scoring game. And the Patriots were a huge underdog on top of that, a couple of touchdowns in that game. So it doesn't always turn out, but one thing that is pretty regular in Super Bowls is when you have great defense against great offense— you know, good pitching usually beats good hitting. The defense usually wins. I can remember Peyton Manning's great Broncos team that was, yeah. what, 37 points a game a few years ago. They didn't even get 10 points in that Super Bowl against Seattle. By the way, can't say enough about Raheem Mostert of the 49ers. Oh, in this NFC great. Championship win over Green Bay, 37-20 to 20 the final score, he had 29 carries, 220 yards, and four touchdowns. Been on, Like I said, been on seven different teams, and the journey has been crazy you know not even not not everybody can can deal with that type of stress and and uh pain and agony that i went through seven seven different teams nice ap in fact says he's been cut seven times in his pro career and uh first three seasons in the nfl he had eight carries total was largely a special teams guy and at purdue was largely a kickoff return guy and guess who brought him to san francisco chip kelly Oh, wow. Because Chip <laughs> Kelly had known him from having him on the Eagles, even though Mostert didn't get in a game with wow. Philadelphia. So the brief era of Chip Kelly, you can chalk one up for him. I mean, even last year with the 49ers, Mostert only had 34 carries for the entire season. And then this year, almost 800 yards. And then, my goodness, he had 160 in the first half tonight. There was a great yeah, halftime great. tweet from the NCAA. It said, uh, hey, with 160 yards rushing so far, Mostert is only 70 yards away from matching his total of his first three years at Purdue on the ground. Uh, <laughs> I love that. This is a guy who is from Florida, and now will go to South Florida a couple weeks for a Super Bowl matchup against Kansas City. It's also a guy who was a track star at Purdue, and in fact, NFL.com had listed him at the time as one of the fastest college football players. And Tyreek Hill was the only guy at the time that had a faster 100-meter time in college football. Next Gen Stats tonight said on the first of the four touchdown runs for Mostert, he reached nearly 22 miles per hour. That's crazy. Comparing, I don't even drive that fast. <laughs> You're the guy I'm driving by. Yeah, exactly. Uh, comparing that to Usain Bolt was at 27 miles per hour with his peak speed in one of his wow. 100 meters. So, I mean, this is just silly what was going on. The guy had the second greatest playoff game on the ground in NFL history. The record is still Eric Dickerson, 248 in a Rams playoff game mid-80s. But this was the greatest first half on the ground of any playoff game ever. Nobody had had 150 yards and three touchdowns in the first half of a postseason game, much less a conference title game. Just an incredible, incredible performance. So it's Niners-Chiefs in a couple weeks. Kansas City won the AFC Championship 35-24 over Tennessee. Patrick Mahomes, three touchdown passes and a TD run. The Chiefs had trailed by 10 late in the first half. In the NBA, just two games, San Antonio and Indiana the win. Indiana Pacers have won five in a row. And in college basketball, victories for UCLA and Wake Forest. Back to the show in 10 seconds. First, a word from Farmers. 
Bundle home and auto with Farmers Insurance and you could save an average of 20%. Seen it, covered it, bundled it. Call 1-800-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And an update from Santa Anita, the famed horse racing track in L.A. Another racehorse died today. Oh, that is three in three days. The last two in races, this apparently in training this morning. So in the last 12 months plus, that is 42 horse deaths at this one track, Santa Anita. By the way, the weather forecast for the Super Bowl at Miami in a couple weeks. Granted, we're a couple weeks out, so treat the weather forecast as you will, but 40% chance of rain Super Bowl weekend and a temperature of 80 degrees and windy. So and remember, we're gonna have a blast, to Sager. But yeah, we. Uh, the, oh, you're not going either. They didn't invite you either. Wow. Are, then are, I'm not going for sure. Aren't now. the three of us usually here during no, the Super Bowl? They invited me, but now I'm not going to go yeah. if you guys weren't invited. And we have a blast, or at least two of the three of us have a blast on we Super have a Bowl. Blast. Day. So yes, we do. <laughs> keep in mind that if it does rain Super Bowl weekend in Miami, as they've redone the Dolphin Stadium, there is a roof over the seating areas, not over the field. FYI, I'm not saying this is going to ruin the game or ruin ah. the turf or anything, but it's just odd. 40% chance of rain and 80 degrees is the current forecast. Crazy, man. Good stuff, Desager, mm-hmm. as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. If I were to ask you, Arnie, what yeah. was the biggest surprise of the day? There are several candidates, right? I mean... The fact that the Niners won a game when Jimmy Garoppolo completed six passes. The fact that Aaron Rodgers had two really bad turnovers in the first half of that game. I was going to say Derrick Henry, 19 carries, 69 yards. Maybe Derrick Henry's low rushing output. Um Gosh, I would have I said mean, that. Yeah, I, I that, couldn't that's believe that's what they, you would go with. Yeah, well, I mean, that was a uh, look. I thought he would have easily had over 100 yards. They did a great job bottling him up. At first, I thought I'm like, oh, here he goes again, wide open holes. You could drive a truck through that thing, and then all of a sudden they, you know, stiffened up and they stopped him, and they did a great job against him. So I, I was kind of surprised about that. Well, I just had to add the biggest surprise to me was when I sat down tonight and Bobo from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, was disappointed in one Tony Romo's job tonight, Bobo? Is is this correct? Uh, Man, I'm I'm watching a game, (laughs) and I... You know, it don't really matter. Cowboys not in it. I don't care who wins or loses as long as it's not Green Bay. Green Bay's out of it. Sorry, lead the lap. Um, But Tony Romo just didn't seem to shut up. And it was just like every time... His co- uh, who's the co-host? Um, Jim Nance. Jim Nance. Every time Jim will say something, Jim will say one word. Tony had nine to follow. <laughs> Jim will say four words. Tony had twenty to follow, and it was like, dude, let your co-host say something. I get that you were a quarterback in the league, but you're you're, you're kind of talking a little too much. And to me, as I'm sitting there. I kind of got annoyed. I was like, this is annoying. Like, this is this is a bit much. Tony. I didn't notice that, though. I just thought maybe he was trying to step up his game because it's the championship. Maybe he wanted to get a, f- a few more things in. They gave him more graphics to talk about. I don't know. I But, but I didn't notice he was talking way too much. No, I mean, but to me, it wasn't even the graphics he was talking about. It was more or less talking on, like, on a player's perspective of, you know, what was going on in the field. It would be like, oh, well— you know, I see I see Mahomes and Mahomes is looking at the thing. And, you know, if he sees this, he's going to throw a flea flicker. And I'm like, dude, just just stop. Just 
Let the play unfold. Talk about it after. He will talk about it before and then talk about it after, and it will be two completely different things. Like It was like talking about it before would be like, yeah, you could see the way that they're lined up. He's going to pass it, and then after they might have ran it. Yeah, you could tell by that way that he ran it. (laughs) Like, are you, are you saying the soothsayer may have screwed up a few dude, times? I don't know. Today? It, I don't. Maybe I was just annoyed by how much he was talking. That every little thing was getting on my nerves. It was like, oh my god! Did anybody else hear this? The, the funny Sager, thing, did you hear this? The funny but, thing to me is, I would say I on most the first game on mute, and I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I watched the first game That's on mute. Be a trend. I've never done that before, <laughs> and it was great. So I have no idea what you're talking about. Bobo. On on most broadcasts of his, you could say that at some point, and and you say trying to get some in before, and my first thing I thought, well. His contract is up. This was his last game before he gets a huge new contract either to stay with Nance or to go with Monday Night Football. So maybe he was just trying to Maybe that's what I noticed. Got it all in. Get all of his talking in. But, yeah, that was one thing. I was a little bit surprised, Bobo, that you were uh, hating on Romo. But in all – I'm not hating. I don't hate on anybody's progress. Like, if you're going to be great, be great. Right. But at the same time, be great, respectable. Like, don't talk too much to – I just got annoyed. It was like, dude, just stop. Just stop talking. And even people that are good at their job, and I'm not saying he's bad at it, can have these faults. I mean, we Al Michaels and Joe Buck have had some of the longest, greatest play-by-play careers of our lifetimes, but they have the annoying habit of when there's something about to happen, but they don't know the finish of what's going to happen. They just sing to us. They hold out this note <laughs> so long and shut up. When you have something to say, I promise we will listen. Oh man, that's awesome. I didn't even think about that, but Arnie, I was on mute for first for game oh, one yeah. today. So I, I was watching uh, on a laptop. I had it muted. I'm taking notes. I'm kind of taking in some activities at home. I was all in listening to everything that Joe Buck and Troy Aikman had to say in game two. So I don't know, man. I don't know. By the way, the well, while we got a minute, why don't you dis- disbunk the big uh, internet theory going around about the referee that threw the flag before the play started? Everybody's like, what do you mean he's throwing a flag holding? Um, did you see that? Uh, oh, I've seen it. It wasn't. He didn't throw the flag on holding. He threw the flag on um, lighting up in the neutral zone, I, I believe, or something where, like that. Where did it even start that he had called a hold? Had it also been, had there also been a hole that was called after yes. it or something? No, okay. the, it was two flags on the play. All right, and okay. he was calling it on. Um, a, you know, somebody was lined up in the neutral zone and threw the flag immediately, and people were like, "Look, it was holding," and the guy threw the flag before the play started. And I'm like, "Wait a minute, how did that happen?" Until you Arnie, do are some you, research. Are, are you trying to tell me yeah. that the internet might have <laughs> taken something and Twitter specifically and and, and, and misidentified well, what Well, it sucked happened. me in. That's why I had to clear that up. It sucked me in. <laughs> I got I'm caught like, down wow, look at hole. that. I can't wait to talk about that. I got caught down that rabbit hole a couple of times. All right, so you were most surprised by the fact that Derrick Henry only had, what, 68, 69 yards? 69 yards, yards yeah. Bobo was most surprised how Romo would never shut up. And I got to admit, I'm most surprised that the San Francisco 49ers are going to the Super Bowl with just six completed passes. Not that I didn't think they could get it done with their running game with Coleman and Mostert and what they've done so far this season. But I thought, I thought, Arnie, that Green Bay's defense might force them to throw the ball a little bit more. And that went out the window 
on the first drive because they just rammed it right down their throat. All right. I owe you guys some tweets. We'll get to them next. Keep them coming. They're great so far tonight. Todd Furman is coming up next hour. John Middlecoff, and we've just added live from Kansas City. uh, The best TV anchor in the Kansas City market, Rob Collins, is coming up in our final hour. So we've got the Super Bowl covered, and we're breaking down the championship games all night long here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Good tweets coming in all night long. The Super Bowl is set. 49ers and Chiefs. Chiefs are an early point-and-a-half favorite. We'll see kind of how that shifts throughout the week. Do you think it'll move much, Arnie? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think it will get past th- uh, you know up to three if that's Ooh, what you're wow. asking me. But but it will go from. Well, I think it will go probably. I think a lot of people come in on on Kansas City, so I think it's going to go to one, one and a half, two, maybe two and a half. But I don't think it will ever get up to three. So I'll stay. But we'll leave that. Ask that for Todd. I'm not. I'm not sure. I think more people will probably bet on the over under than so much on the game. We'll see. Before the 49ers-Packers game, the early line for the Chiefs-Niners game was actually minus three. However, <laughs> when San Francisco opened up a 34-7 to lead, according to, who is this, Cool Media, that number changed to one. So, no surprise there. Four touchdowns for Mahomes, Chiefs advance. Solid performance by the running game of uh, Raheem Mostert, uh, Mostert, who I said I'm going to say his name wrong <laughs> all night long. Just don't worry about it, Niner fan. I pay attention. Uh, still incredible. Seven different stops, practice squads in Philly, New York, San Francisco even. And I thought DeSager hit on the most amazing point about the Purdue alum. Chip Kelly brought him to San Francisco because he was familiar with them in Philadelphia whenever he brought him in as an undrafted free agent. So wild yeah, everybody's story write, today. Yeah, everybody writes their own story. Everybody has their own story and how they get there. There's so many good ones. Um, and I love his. You're, you're right. with Getting cut seven times and now finding himself with 220 yards rushing, um, that, that's, just, that's just a great one. I can't wait. I know you're excited to talk to Todd about the odds, Arnie. I'm excited to talk to John Middlecoff next hour, who has been kind of a regular with us, I think it's fair to say. I want to know what Kyle Shanahan does that's so impossible to defend, right? I mean, Green Bay, I think, had a pretty good defense this year. And Minnesota, I know, had a good defense this year. And they made both of them look clueless. The last two weeks. So. Is San Francisco just a better version of the Titans? I mean, look, here's Maybe Garoppolo throwing. Great point. Well, throwing for 100 yards like like Tannehill has, except we know Garoppolo's better. Um, you got the running game, though most are not as good as Henry, um, but the defense certainly much better than uh, for San Francisco than it is for the Titans. Let's get some tweets in here. You guys have been great all night long. Bubba starts it off. He says, you know, for once, Mr. Arnie, you have a valid point. Packers fans are used to losing. Maybe not as much as (laughs) us Philly fans, but that's not the point. If Uh, you're going to call your town title town, shouldn't you win more than like, I don't know, two in 23 years? Maybe we still call Boston title town. Wow. I kind of agree with that, though. You can't be title town if you're not winning titles, you know? Yeah, it's true. Uh, This is from Mark who writes, maybe the Titans go the back road, sign Henry to a nice contract, and start a rookie quarterback next year. Again, that's 
kind Possible. of been the pl- that's been the plan with Russell Wilson early on. Whenever the the Seahawks were making their runs, they had him on his rookie deal. Not like the Seahawks are done by any stretch of the imagination. Jared Goff. Last couple of seasons, you see teams that just get these young quarterbacks load up on defensive talent, skill players, maybe, maybe. Uh, but I'm intrigued. I know we've got a Super Bowl next week, but this offseason is going to be fascinating from a quarterback movement perspective. And by the way, Dar- two weeks, not next week, two weeks. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. We, we still have a little bit of time before we actually get there. Daryl writes, Arnie. Please don't say my Niners or I will be forced to hurt you and I like you. But if you <laughs> jinx my team, I will definitely forget how much I admire you and fly out to Vermont and take care of you, my friend. Have a great show. Yeah, I already jinxed them. them your Niners? Yeah, I did. I started the show by calling them my Niners. That's and real nice. quick, get to Ralph who said, uh, you guys' radio schedule for the Super Bowl Sunday the same? Um, I don't know. We don't, we, we usually do the Super Bowl, right? Plank or what? Yeah, uh, I hope so. I mean, it's just, I've got the great setup now because I've got a new studio location to where I'll be closer to all the food. So I'm all about that. <laughs> I can do a game and enjoy. I've got a big old TV in here. We could probably try to even sync it up this year because, oh my gosh, what a disaster. Hurry it is up and wrap Arnie's it up. We're almost done with hour one. Let's move it. Big boy. All right, back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios next. It's Arnie and Plank. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Super Bowl 54 is set. For the first time in 50 years, the Kansas City Chiefs are back. And they'll square off against the 49ers. First time in what? Eight years for the Niners? Kyle and Shanahan? I know, the, I know it's the Super Bowl, but you know it being in Miami, can a lot of 49er fans make the trek all the way from San Francisco? You know what I mean? And um, you got to wonder, you know, well, Kansas City fans aren't that far, so it's it's not all that expensive for them, I guess. So I had uh, I had heard that there is a very large contingent of, say, current and maybe a handful of former NFL players 
that Arnie, as we come to you tonight from the uh, Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, worth 15 minutes, could save you 15% or more on car insurance. All you have to do is visit geico.com for a free rate quote that we're really pooling for the Kansas City Chiefs to end up in the Super Bowl because in the resale market of the Super Bowl tickets that they would be able to purchase as players, they can make some hella jack. No. I think the thought is that Kansas City fans are going to show up in full. I mean, don't you think? Don't you think KC fans are going to try to do everything they can to show up if you haven't been there in 50 years? I know you're confident in Mahomes and – I mean, as an AFC West fan, I'm paranoid as all get out that they're never going to be stopped. But come on. This is going to be Kansas City taking over Miami next week, is or in two uh, weeks, isn't it? Two weeks. It is. It, it, well, that's why I said it. They're, they're not that far away. And I don't like that players um, can go ahead and make big money on, on reselling tickets. I, why not? It, it makes my skin crawl when why I Why not? I yeah, fleece the public. Go ahead. Go ahead. Make it tough on the fans that have been there all these generations um, just to make a few extra dollars because you haven't made enough money so far. Oh, boo-hoo. If you were in the boo-hoo, same position, boo-hoo. you'd do the same thing. You would bleed the public for as much money as you possibly can. Not You're if a- I was making millions before that. Uh, you'd be worse, I think, on that front <laughs> because you'd be letting everyone know that, that you make more money than them. Speaking of making money, Todd Furman is going to join us coming up a little bit later on in the program. We'll yeah, talk you didn't about give us the props. What today. Well, there's only a handful of them out there right now. Um, like, for for instance, uh, here's one that just got – or a couple of them that just got sent to us by Dave Mason from betonline.ag. Will Jim Nance – and I don't have the actual numbers on them, okay. but these are a few that have been thrown out there. Biggest number uh, – biggest number, the uh, – from this was one from last year, which they're kind of trying to put together some similar ones. One from last year, Tom Brady's passing yards in the Super Bowl or the amount of total money in Bryce Harper's contract. So that was one from last year. Along that same line, they're talking about one for this season that could be total passing yards for Jimmy Garoppolo and the amount of money that maybe you or I could get on the free agent market in the National Football League. I think I might take the amount of money we could get over Jimmy Garoppolo's passing yards, Arnie. That might be the best number to put out there. But we're digging for a couple of you them. Know- there was there was one from last year as to whether or not Jim Nance would refer to Tony Romo as Romo Stradamus during the oh, broadcast. Geez. So you know, I'm sure wanna, there'll be something Aikman related in these. You know, I, I heard in, um, I don't know which place did this or what casino. Well, I, I guess most of them did. But I guess there was a few people decided to bet Mostert to be the leading rusher of the game at 3-1 to one odds. So that was that was 3-1 to one for Mostert to be the leading yeah, rusher of the triple, game? Gosh. That's triple your money. I'm like, is that possible? I, there was, some people on Twitter were talking about that. I go, that's a hell of a bet. Uh, I and I guess his over-under on yardage were like in the 40s, 43, 44, or something like that. Heading into today's game, it was? Yeah, oh, my yeah. gosh. But, but again, again, we're talking about a guy, and I'm not trying to get too carried away here in Mostert. I don't think you're seeing someone that everyone's going to break the bank for to go out and bring him in. Um, but he, he hadn't ran for over 100 yards in a game, Arnie, this season since okay. uh, December 1st when he ran for 146 yards against the Ravens, and that was the only game 
in which he ran for over 100 yards this season. Okay, that makes sense then. So, again, right. That's why it was kind of a surprise why it would be that low. And San Francisco used a lot of different backs this season. They used Tevin Coleman. They used Debo Samuel on the jet sweeps that you saw. So Kyle Shanahan, very creative. Let me, let me ask just even though the Chiefs are one or one-and-a-half-point favorites, who do you consider the underdog? Kansas City? Because, um, you know, obviously – it, it just feels like that city, and it's been so long. Because San Francisco doesn't feel like the underdog. That whole damn city, they've been having teams go to championships between them and Golden State and the San Francisco Giants, and it, 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 it doesn't even feel like they're underdogs up there, you know? If if I kind of hedged my bet here, would you think less of me? Because I don't see – first of all, I get it. San Francisco has all the titles – Joe yes. Montana, Jerry yes. Rice, Steve Young. I get it. Kansas City hasn't been there in a while, so you naturally look at them and say, oh, it might be a little bit disappointing. But, all right, not disappointing, but m- more of an underdog, more of a shock to them. But I've unfortunately watched enough Kansas City Chief games the last two years to know that they're explosive in whatever they do offensively. Arnie, if I say that I don't really consider either one of these teams that I look at and say, yeah, they're the underdog, is does one have to be? Even if it's a point and a half or a pick em, because I just think they're both damn dominant if they want the if they have the opportunity to do so. I don't well maybe you don't feel like they're an underdog on the field, but um between the how long it's been for Kansas City, the fans, the lack of championships in the Kansas City area, right. losing their basketball team, like I said in hour well, one, I mean, that makes them feel like an underdog compared to all the winners they've had up there in San Francisco. By the way, San Francisco, Santa Clara, I don't even know what to say anymore, you know? I mean, it was only five years ago whenever the Royals won the World Series. Well, that is, they had won, but I mean, it was a long time away from those Freddie Patek days and... You know, the, the, the days of the the great royal teams out there. Dan Quisenberry, Brett Saberhagen. Oh, yeah. Come on. You, who did you, you – Dennis Freddie Leonard, Patek? I think. Who did you bring up? Steve Balboni? Come on, Arnie. Go bye, bye, Balboni. Come on now. <sighs> but, no, I, I could see that. But I love the open – and, listen, we're going to get to your tweets. I've got locker room audio we'll get to. Lita Laugh's probably throwing things at the radio. But, Arnie, <laughs> if you want to just get into that, I don't know if it's even really a debate – but I do kind of dig it for that city. And I want to make this very clear. I hate the Chiefs. I am a Raiders fan. I'm not one of these people I didn't know that if you ma- were going to root for them because they were in the same division. And you're like, oh, no, i got to pull no. for my division now. No, not yes. at all. They, yes. they, they're awful. But they're amazing. And, and they had a great open today on CBS. They did a good job of capturing Nashville and Kansas City. And was it a little bit corny? Sure. But that's what Kansas City is. I mean, right. it is a Chiefs town Barbecue, cheese, the whole thing. It it absolutely is. So as much as it pains me and as much as I'll have indigestion trying to say nice things all uh, next, I guess, two weeks, yeah, it's pretty incredible for that city to see this team back in this position. And then, Arnie, what does that circle back to? Pretty incredible for Andy Reid. Because I don't remember a lot of people whenever Kansas City decided, oh, let's pick up. Andy Reid off of the recycle bin from Philadelphia and give him an opportunity. There were few and far between the people that said, oh, my gosh, this is going to work. This is such a great hire. They liked it. They thought it would be interesting. Kansas City had been struggling. But holy smokes, man, what he's been able to do and now getting back to the Super Bowl, I I just think it's – Oh. An incredible all-around story. It is, and it, it, it's one that people are rooting for. By the way, Roger, the engineer, 
um, has a great tweet, and you'll have to be looking up the ads. This is stuff we do for people that are going to the Super Bowl. Say, hey, Artie, is there any decent barbecue in Miami? Probably not. We're going to have to bring our own. Um, Plake will have the top five barbecue places in yeah. Miami later on this uh, hey, next I, week. Or... <laughs> can I break down a fourth wall real quick? We've yeah. had a thousand tweets to the show tonight. That one literally just came in, and that's I know, but I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> I like that uh, one. I don't think you're going to find Premier Barbecue in Miami, so you wow. might have to bring it with you. Did you, wow. see the, did you see the guy that went viral that snuck a rib in in his overalls? I mean, come on. No, I didn't see that Kansas one. Kansas City Barbecue. All right, oh. uh, a couple of other tweets here we'll get to. At Stinkin' Genius Swan, I'm at Plank Show. Everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. Todd Furman is coming up in mere moments. We'll talk in in depth to the uh, man that has it all figured out for all the exotics and numbers that we need from Vegas. But, let me just give you one exotic. Oh, there was right. there was one put, put, posted on Twitter where a Sorry, better Eddie. bet. I'll five... get to your tweet, Eddie. Don't worry. Go ahead. One, one second, Eddie. One second. Um, somebody put $5 on the progressive for the Mostert over rushing 46 or whatever it was, and it finished up with 220 So he made the maximum you could make, which was $1,500, I believe. There you go. Not too shabby at all. No, not at Uh, all. Eddie wants to know, the Niners beat the pack so bad, I thought I may have heard the sound of trash cans being banged every time they were in man-to-man. Maybe I'm just scarred by Major League Baseball. Oh, that's good. I like that Were they stealing signs? Uh, Ernie, the great opiner, writes, Arnie, I think your press credential for the Super Bowl must have got lost in the mail unless management forgot that you even work for Fox Sports anymore. That's but a possibility. But what a travesty having Jonas Knox go and not the legend Arnie. Also, what would you guys think of George Kittle's T-shirt? Did you see George Kittle's yeah. T-shirt? Love the conference? T-shirt. I thought that was funny. And um, now that you told me Jonas Knox is going, I, I feel like curling up in the fetal position. He must have pictures on somebody. I can't believe they're taking him. <laughs> The master writes, the Titans had a nice run, Arnie. I love Mahomes, but this 49ers defensive line is epic. It's like the red and gold people eaters, like a modern-day version of the fearsome. They have to win the game for San Francisco, Chris. You know, that is not – obviously, we'll have two weeks to break it down, but uh, Jimmy Garoppolo will not put out the gaudy numbers. Mostert was not going to run for 220 yards. San Francisco's defense is going to have to create, uh, you know, advantageous – field position for that offense and and it's amazing when you look at this defense to see how it was built I mean I just I I love these kinds of conversations and I mean John Lynch did an incredible job that Niners front office but they invested with their with their draft capital keep in mind the coaching staff from San Francisco that's going to Miami for the Super Bowl Arnie this time last year was going to Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl. They were coaching one side of the Senior Bowl. They're going to the Super Bowl. The Raiders are on the other side. But they've done a smart job in investing where in the trenches. DeForest Buckner, first-round pick. Eric Armstrong, first-round pick. Nick Boza, first-round pick. Solomon Thomas, a first-round pick. D. Ford was a second-round pick, but they traded to get him. And then if you look at the offensive line, I mean, you have – 
you have Joe Staley, a first-round pick. You have Mike McGlinchey, a first-round pick. Arnie, they just invested in their big bodies, and when they had an opportunity to go make a move for what they saw as a franchise quarterback, and again, that can still be debated with Garoppolo, they went and did it. This is an incredible job of team-building that the 49ers did. And they only had to give up a second-round pick to get Garoppolo. I mean, that was the bargain. We still don't know why Belichick only decided to get a second-rounder when the Browns said they would have given a first-rounder to get Jimmy G. Amazing, right? Absolutely amazing. And by the way, what happens when they're going to have to pay all these first and second round picks? Then it's going to get a little bit, a little bit nutty. Out oh there, yeah, then. they're they're going to have some tough decisions to make. I mean, I think there's already been a conversation that uh, what Solomon Thomas he's got to be in about his fifth year by now. Maybe uh, he's in his third year. So they're going to have a decision to make on him next season. So there, it's going to be tough to keep everyone happy and keep everyone around. But guess what? They had been so bad for so long that they've got time because of the first-round capital and the draft capital that they had. So I'm just – I'm blown away by it. And then uh, one more quick tweet before we get out of here and get uh, our man Todd Furman in here. Paul writes, guys, in the quarterback debate, it's not always about Super Bowls. John Elway is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. If he had Joe Montana's team, he would have won six Super Bowls. Wow. Well, you, John Elway did have a pretty good team around him. It wasn't until Terrell Davis came along until he won Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, did you say it wasn't until Terrell Davis came around? I guess that's a fair point. That's yeah. a fair point because – and then they had what? The the Broncos had the monster day from Davis, and then they had a, a monster game from their defense for a second Super Bowl. So, uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a fair point. He had that's a Hall a of Famer point. in just six years. I mean, imagine that. And every year was good there. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, keep the tweets coming. They're great tonight. That's Stinking Genius One. I'm at Plank Show. Also, later on in the program, we're heading to Kansas City. Rob Collins is going to join us to kind of dive into whether or not you need to bring your own barbecue to Miami Chief fans. Plus, a Vegas perspective. In fact, we'll do that next with Todd Furman. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio. Get your tweets. Keep rolling in. I, I just, just to Sager slides into the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Yeah. I never question whether or not Jimmy G is worth the money. I say pay your quarterback. I always think it is. But, I mean, we'll see if he's going to be a franchise cornerstone. Pretty good start, huh? Going to the well, we Super Bowl in your second and your first full year as a starter. We questioned it when he got the money and signed that big contract. We're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes yeah. there. But it worked out for them. Yeah, no, no, Lou. I'm on, I'm on team pay your quarterback. DeSager's on team pay your quarterback too, right? It was a huge five-year deal. And yeah, because the quarterback salaries have no end of going up and up. So I guess you better side now. But yeah. you make it very clear to him to get out of bounds because the only reason they had a horrendous team was because of his injury where he tried yeah, to get Yeah, but it was a non-hit. He, he just no, but did it. Yeah. On the play, he was at the sidelines and yeah, could have gone yeah. out of bounds yeah, and tried yeah. to get two extra yards. I mean, that's just stupid. Yeah, but even he said it was the best thing that ever happened to him because they got Nick Bo- they got Bosa because of it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm sure he saw that all in advance. But I must yeah, mention well. about the two Super Bowl head coaches. For the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan is a guy who started high school, Saratoga High School in Northern California, which is under 10 miles from where the 49ers played tonight in wow. Santa Clara, California. Why was he in Northern California? Because his dad, Mike Shanahan, in the mid-90s was offensive coordinator for a Super Bowl-winning Niners team with Steve Young. And then after that Super Bowl win against the Chargers, his dad left to become Broncos head coach. So... 
Kyle Shanahan finished his high school years in Colorado. And if you look at the NFL films, we were talking about John Elway's first Super Bowl, Denver upset Brett Favre in Green Bay. Look at the NFL films on the sidelines, and who's the kid holding the cords of the head coach on the sidelines for Denver? It's a high schooler named Kyle Shanahan. Of course it is. In fact, he says he's the answer to a trivia question that he's the last guy to hold cords for a coach at a Super Bowl because Denver finally went wireless (laughs) right after that. (laughs) He said he used to get made fun of, but he loved being up close. And, of course, he was around the team all the time, and now he's the head coach of a Super Bowl team, and it's San Francisco, no less. And you have Andy Reid, finally back in a Super Bowl. This yeah, is good for him. His 21st straight year as an NFL head coach. He had only been in one Super Bowl before, and that was 15 years ago. I thought when he was out at Philadelphia, maybe you should take a year off. And no, he went straight to Kansas City. And my goodness, this is the best era of Chiefs football that there has been. And finally, for the first time in 50 years, they're back in a Super Bowl since back when Hank Stram was head coach. But Andy Reid was born and raised in L.A., was a Dodger Stadium vendor as a teenager, and there's the famous clip of him in a Rams uniform at the L.A. Coliseum in the punt passing yeah, kick competition. Great. For those who have not seen that, just it's awesome. Just Google Andy Reid punt, and you'll see a 200-pound 13-year-old. He's bigger than me now. <laughs> trying to fit into a Rams uniform and blasting a punt in a kids' competition during a Monday night football game between quarters. It's and then he went to play great. after that. He, they they signed him at, at halftime. <laughs> yeah, not realizing he wasn't 20. <laughs> Anyway, he had uh, Kansas City winning its game when they were down 10 late first half. They beat Tennessee 35-24. Remember last week they were down 24-0 and then wound up scoring 51 points against Houston. This Chiefs team averaged 28 points a game regular season. That was number two in the AFC behind Baltimore. The Kansas City offense was number one in passing yards in the conference, over 280 yards per game, 294 today for Mahomes. Three touchdowns, but... It was that 27-yard touchdown run just before halftime that was key. And as far as San Francisco in beating up Green Bay, 37-20 the final, Raheem Mostert with 220 yards rushing and four touchdowns. So you didn't need to pass. And Jimmy Garoppolo, at one point, he had only thrown six passes, and people were looking up the record. Somebody from AP found it. Bob Greasy won a conference title game throwing six passes. Wow. Beating the Raiders in 1973. In fact, Greasy and Don Shula... Three different playoff games in the early 70s. They threw under 10 passes. But anyway, oh my God. Jimmy G went over. Yeah, Zonka kicking Morris. That's yeah, why. exactly. Jimmy G went over 20 minutes of game time between pass six and pass seven tonight. <laughs> Are you serious? Finally, six for eight at the end. <laughs> we'll talk more about Chiefs Niners Super Bowl 54. We're heading to Kansas City next on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Final hour, we are headed to ground zero in Kansas City, where the Chiefs are headed to the Super Bowl for the first time in yep. 50 years. Rob Collins will join us. He's a fan of mine. A huge fan of yours. Uh, In fact, we love talking to Rob on Twitter. He's coming up in about 15 minutes from now. He has been all over things in Kansas City as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. All you have to do is visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Unacceptable, Chris. Unacceptable. Did you see the tweet right now by or or Twitter by uh, Aaron Rodgers? Did you see that quote? Uh, Yeah, I did. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. See, this is why he's got that attitude. He's he comes off standoffish, and you wonder why I was taking a few shots at him. Look, I think he's a great quarterback, but but I don't need the attitude. I don't need quotes like this after the game. No reason for it, though. I don't know where does this come from. I really think you might be reading a little bit into it. Really think? Really. Tell everybody what it says. You want me to read it or you got it? I I just want to point this out. I have six text messages from Arnie during the break on this one tweet from Jim Trotter, who tweeted moments ago. This is how fired up Arnie is about this. Yes. Aaron Rodgers acknowledges the pain of the loss, but says of the season, and I quote, this one will always be special because playing football became fun again. So you think this is a shot at McCarthy? Is that what you're saying? But he saying? wasn't having fun playing football because he was playing under McCarthy, so I'd maybe take a shot at him, even though he hasn't had the job for for a year. That's like me saying, you know what, Chris? I, I enjoy doing the show with you. Not as much as Saturday, though, with with Aaron Torres. But, uh, yeah, I enjoy doing the show with you. I, I Fine. I wouldn't care. <laughs> Mark McCarthy's I mean, come on. the cow- No need. For how, do you know, how do you know it's not because he's got Danica Patrick as opposed to whom he was dating the year before? Because he's Aaron Rodgers. He does stuff like this. Thank That's you, his Olivia. M.O. I don't know where this M.O. comes from in your hate. Do you just hate every quarterback that's good? Is that your thing? Is that your gimmick? What is wrong with you? you, you wait, you want to make a bet that I'm not the only person? No, I don't. Because a, that reads out about Aaron Rodgers? I'm the one that, sit, that sits here during every commercial break and hears every promo. So, yeah, there's plenty of people that will yeah. look at that and say, oh, it's oh, a shot at Mike of McCarthy. Course. Of course just like, just like Kyler Murray is asked what he thinks about baseball and suddenly that's all he's doing is could, thinking about baseball could, right could you imagine if they said to mccarthy um 
uh, so far, how's the new job? And he said, you know what? Dak Prescott's the best quarterback I think I've, uh, I, that I've ever coached, and he's the smartest quarterback I ever coached. What do you think? You don't think that would hit waves, shock waves throughout the world, or what? Yeah, probably, but that's probably? the guy he's coaching now. <laughs> what, do, what do you want? Do you want people to lie to you? I, I don't understand you sometimes, Arnie, and I don't understand. I don't understand my coworkers either. You bitch and moan because you want real people. It's like, oh, they're just it's coach speak, it's player speak, and then when you get some real. You're mad. So what is it? I'm not Would you mad. rather Aaron Rodgers lie to you and tell no. you that it's always been a blast or be but, honest with you? But things? don't give excuses for him, Chris, and say, well, how do you know that he meant? Come on. Come on. Read between the lines, Chris. You know, he was taking a shot of a car. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is the kind of guy that would veil things. I think he would just say it. I think. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know about that. Why not? I think he'll do both. <laughs> I think, I, think both. I don't know Aaron Rodgers. I haven't spent time covering him, but I think if he wanted to take a shot at someone, I don't think he would be afraid to say their name and put some oh. and put some respect on it, if you will. Over under on the rest of Fox Sports Radio talk show host thinking that Rodgers took a shot at McCarthy. I'll I'll bet the everybody else. Everybody else. I, you're the only person that has even mentioned this tweet from Jen Trotter wait, so far. Yeah, well, wait till wait till tomorrow comes around then, I guess. <laughs> so, so let me get wait, this wait, straight. Russ just, I, I just got an instant message that says from Russ that says, "Lay off Rogers, you hack." Oh, okay. Um, I don't even know how that came. I, it didn't even come through Twitter. I don't know how it let, came to me. Let me get this straight. Yes. The Chiefs and the Niners are playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Kansas City's going for the first time in 50 years yes. with Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Right? Great, yes. Exciting, fun team, right? The Niners just made it to the Super Bowl with some dude, 90% of football fans that don't play fantasy football or gamble don't know in Raheem Mostert. And Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo threw six passes today. But you want to get triggered a comment that Aaron Rodgers told as, Jim as Trotter ben about football says being fun the before. The best stories are in the losing locker room. I don't know if this is the best story, though, Arnie. <laughs> Isn't the best story a team getting there for the first time in 50 years? And if you want to say something about Aaron Rodgers, yeah. isn't the better story about him personally not getting there and not getting it done as opposed to anything that he would say I don't, about well, I, being I, actually, fun if, again? If, if we're talking about the best story, it, we brought this up in hour one, is Andy Reid um, making it to the Super Bowl after what he's been through and in personal life and what he's been through in Philadelphia. And, you know, when he came to Kansas City, he had to make that tough decision to get rid of um, uh, Smith and make the move to Mahomes. And that was a tougher decision than most people think. Because if you look at his record, and you know better than anybody, Chris, um, it wasn't like he had the stellar record at, what, Texas Tech or anything like that. No, no, he didn't. He didn't. In fact, I mean, Did he- you see that from him with all the, you know, the Big 12 you watched? Did you see anything like this from him from Mahomes or what? I want to be able to sit here and say, "Oh yeah, man, absolutely. I saw it." But I don't I don't know if anyone really did. I think they saw a pretty special quarterback. I think they saw a guy that I I'll tell you what. Here's the thing that I noticed when I saw Patrick Mahomes and I was there front and center with that incredible game that they played with Oklahoma when you look back now and it was what Joe Mixon and Kiki Cutie and I mean it's just players all over the field offensively and I think the final score was like 65 to 60 or something like that and there was uh, over a thousand yards offense maybe 1200 yards of offense between the two teams what blew me away Arnie was how he could throw from any angle 
And I just, I had never seen anything like that in person. And now you're seeing it in the NFL. The only thing that's going to stop him, I think, is an injury. That's it. That's it. So I wish I could sit here and be like, oh, yeah, I saw this the first time I saw him. I would have taken him number one overall in the draft. No, I thought Deshaun Watson should have gone number one in the draft that year over him. But guess what? I was wrong. Mahomes is legit. It's scary how good he is. And I don't know if he would have been as good in Chicago, and I don't know if he would have been as good in, say, Houston. But Arnie... With what Andy Reid does offensively, and how and how they were they were patient with him, you know, people forget Mahomes sat a year. He was Alex Smith's backup for right. a season and didn't play until week seventeen. Well, same thing for Jimmy G. Yeah, when the Chiefs had a first round bye. Well, Jimmy G. sat because Dude. Tom Brady was in front of him, right? right? And then when he got to the Niners, they wanted to redshirt who? him, but they're like, "Damn, he's pretty good. We better well, play yeah, him." Yeah. By the way, who needs to win more? Um, is it Jimmy G or Mahomes or really neither? I don't think neither has. So I think this is more if you do. Yeah, I think it Mahomes because um, then because I think he's got a chance to make a, a series of runs to Super Bowls. And, you know, you want to get that first one under your belt. If you don't, people are going to say, well, you know, it'll be like Lamar Jackson. Can he win that big game? Can Lamar take him to the Super Bowl? Um, Jimmy G's been the two, but he didn't play. Uh, he needs to win, but I think he can wait like another year or two before the pressure starts getting to him. I think it's more Andy Reid than anything else, but I could understand where you might want to see that. Again, I don't think there's pressure on any one of these or either one of these quarterbacks. You know, there's the Dan Marino, right, right. where he went to the Super Bowl in his second season. We all thought, oh, Don Shula and Dan Marino are going to go to so many Super Bowls, and what happened? They never went to another one. one. Yeah, they went so, to one. Uh, that was it. So, I, I mean, I don't want to get too carried away here, but with the way the future looks for Mahomes and with them continuing to add talent and being smart with what they're doing defensively and with the salary cap, I think they're going to be okay, though. He's yeah. going to make, by, what, by the way, uh, bookmaker. Mil- All right, go ahead. <laughs> I, know I was going to say bookmaker William Hill um, <laughs> took their first big early bet on the game, and uh, it was at Kansas City. For $33,000. So the money is rolling in, Chris. Let it go. Yeah, and I was going to add in there, you yeah. know, um, the, the one thing that I was going to point out with Mahomes is that he's probably going to be due an extension of about $212 million. So Kansas wow. City is going to have to be really smart about what they do financially Ouch. from here on out. Uh, before we get to Kansas City and we talk to Rob Collins, and before I play some audio and we get to buy or sell, is it? I mean, I Patrick Quinn hit us up on Twitter. It's like, oh my gosh, what's going on between Darrell Rivas and Richard Sherman? I, I don't know. Again, maybe I'm a curmudgeon. Maybe I'm becoming too much of a get-off-my-lawn kind of a guy. I don't care what Aaron Rodgers says about having fun. And Arnie, I don't care about Darrell Rivas and Richard Sherman fighting on Twitter. I mean, is this doing anything for you right now or not? No, the, I thought the tweet okay. from Aaron Rodgers was a lot more talkable than this is. I'm like, come on. now. No, What was he complaining that? Because um, uh, he, Sherman won't play uh, man-the-man zone defense he likes to play, and that's why he has interceptions. I, I'm like, come on. Stop. 
stop it already. Enough of that. I'm, I'm tired of that, that that whole nonsense. Yeah, Darrell Revis tweeted, fear of getting beat in man-to-man coverage. Every snap, every play. The fact that he doesn't travel as a cornerback is lame. Accept the challenge, which, 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 by the way, he spelled accept wrong. It's the wrong accept, <laughs> but I'm not here to be the grammar police. Accept the challenge as the best and shut Adams down the entire game. Do it for the game of football. Stop hiding in cover three zone. How about just get the win? How about that? They won the game. They yeah, won the game. Exactly. Uh, Richard yeah, Sherman win. said. Richard Sherman said I would go in on this. Uh, has been, but I have a Super Bowl to prepare for. Enjoy the view from the couch. Your ninth year looked a lot different than this. And then Darrell oh, Rivas went. So I, I mean, again, this is fun. This is a fun side story. But by God, people, we have an incredible Super Bowl matchup to talk yeah. about. And I well, know we have two weeks to do. We just had two ma- uh, unique games. I don't want to say amazing, but two unique games today as well. I asked you which quarterback needed to win the most. I'll ask you this. Which fan base needs to win the most? Because you could say, well, it's Kansas City. They haven't been to the Super Bowl in so long. But how about San Francisco needing the win since the Raiders are leaving town? Your Raiders are leaving. Wouldn't it be nice to capture the the city without the Raiders for the first time with a Super Bowl victory? You know that? Or does that not really make a difference? Oh, it's bad enough they got Greg Papa calling the game. So they already have the one up there. I mean, I'm sitting here listening to his calls of them clinching the title and I want to cry but I mean but do they have to win it since you guys are leaving it or not really no San Francisco owns the Bay Area I mean the Niners always have hell they moved to Santa Clara Santa Clara is not in San Francisco it's not even close but because they're the Niners because they own the area that's that's their team and that's fine I mean again I don't know this is so crazy because you're bringing up great questions whenever we try to debate um, who is it bigger for? What's the bigger right. underdog? I don't know. I mean, I don't think either team's an underdog. I don't know if it's bigger for anyone in this game except Andy Reid. But again, it's not easy to get back to a Super Bowl. I mean, I, I watch Aaron Rodgers week in and week out, and I don't know if there's a quarterback I would rather have quarterbacking my team. But he's only been to one Super Bowl. Right? I mean, so I watch Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if there's a quarterback I'd rather have quarterbacking my team. What happens? I mean, is he that much better than Aaron Rodgers? Is it that much better of a fit? I don't know, but it's hard to get to this point. So I don't know if it's bigger for Mahomes. And then you add... Do the Niners need to get there in order to just kind of reestablish the dominance in the Bay Area? The Warriors are down and the Raiders are gone. Do you do? Yeah, I do. I mean, look, it's always been San Fr- it's always been Raiders 49ers, Raiders 49ers. Um, you know, Raiders are leaving and now it's just San Francisco 49ers and I think they could just recapture everybody's heart. I know it's their their town, but I, I think there's something to be said now that the Raiders are leaving that they're going to be the only ones left there. It's kind of wild to think that the San Francisco 49ers went from having a top 2 pick in 2019 to probably having either the 31st or the 32nd pick in this year's NFL draft. That's absolutely amazing to me. And it's not just like it's a one-year turnaround. I mean, I think you hit it on the head earlier. Jimmy Garoppolo getting injured helped open this door for uh, for San Francisco to have this opportunity. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's head to Kansas City. We'll yes. hear from Rob Collins. He's been covering the uh, Chiefs all season long. He is uh, basically, I, I hope he's sober, man. If, if first time in 50 <laughs> years, I might not be. But Rob's next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. 
Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Super Bowl 54 is set. It's the Niners and the Chiefs. We checked in in the Bay Area with John Middlecoff last hour. Let's head to Kansas City. Joining us right now is Rob Collins, Fox 4 in Kansas City. He's the sports guy, in my opinion, in Kansas City. We've been dying to get him on. So, Rob, thanks for hanging out with us. Congratulations, man. What's the vibe like? What's the energy like in Kansas City right now? Oh, my gosh, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate y'all. It is unbelievable in Kansas City. Let me tell you, 50 years of playoff utility, gone. Those fatalistic feelings Chiefs fans have had, most of them all their life in this area, are gone because of one dude, 15, Patrick Mahomes, magical tonight. What was it like when it was 24 nothing the week before, though? Uh, you, did, <laughs> well, that, you didn't have a good feeling back then, did you, Rob? That wasn't so magical, but you know what? <laughs> Everyone in the stadium just took a breath, and we needed one play. Nicole Hardman gave us that one play, and everyone knows you have Patrick Mahomes, you have a chance, especially with those receivers, man. Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, Tyree Kill, those guys got it done. And tonight, I can tell you there was no panic in the stadium when they went down early because everyone knew if you got one play that Patrick Mahomes would come back, and that's exactly what happened. You know, we've debated a lot tonight, Rob, about uh, who's this who's this bigger for? And obviously we're going to have two weeks to debate, but you know, I just can't stop but thinking about how big this is for Andy Reid. You know, here's a guy that even when he was hired by Kansas city, not many people uh, were overjoyed with it. And then immediately he finds and identifies Patrick Mahomes brings in Alex Smith. They give him a second round pick to go get him, tells everyone to be patient and look where it is now. I mean, this is this is huge, I, I guess, validation and vindication for Andy Reid to not only do it with the guy that he handpicked, but to do it in Kansas City. Yeah, most definitely. You know, the Lombardi Trophy is the white whale for Big Red. That's the one glaring omission in his future Hall of Fame resume to get to the Super Bowl. He got to the one in Philly, obviously. That didn't work out. But what he and Brett Beach have done with Patrick Mahomes in those two and a half years, unbelievable. Just about as unbelievable as that run tonight Mahomes made. That 27-yard run, Patrick Mahomes will be knighted in Kansas City in a couple of weeks because he he blew the doors off Arrowhead Stadium and left his legacy right there on the field in that moment. 
You know, Rob, can you have Mahomes be obviously the great quarterback and your top rusher? I mean, Damian Williams um, didn't really do much. Where's the rushing game? Can you just be throwing it 35, 40 times a game? I, it's worked up till now, though. Yeah, most definitely has. And, you know, I said earlier this morning on our pregame show, I thought that the Chiefs should take the ball if they won the toss instead of deferred to get them a lead, take Tennessee out of their game plan. But they didn't. It looked like it worked out just fine for them. But if they're throwing like that, nobody can stop them. Tyreek Hill said earlier this week, no DB unit, no linebacker unit, no secondary unit can stop them. Pretty prophetic from Tyreek Hill and also Frank Clark. I don't know if you've noticed, but he's pretty real if you look at his Twitter handle and He's let Twitter a buzz tonight. You know, uh, Rob, it's kind of amazing when you think about where Kansas City was defensively. I mean, everyone talks about the offense, and understandably so. But last year, it was a disaster and with Bob Sutton. And that's maybe a little bit unfair because they still played in the AFC Championship game. But can you give us a little bit of insight of the difference Steve Spagnola has made? I know bringing in the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, has mm-hmm. made a difference. They trade for Frank Clark, and you just hit it on the head. He likes to talk, but he brings that attitude with him. I mean, this is a completely different world defensively, and it might be one of the big reasons why they are here this year as opposed to where they were last year. Most definitely. Last year, after a D Ford lineup offsides and they lost the UFC championship, everybody said, all right, if we can just get this defense in the middle of the road, we will have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. They brought in Steve Spagnuolo. He brought in a different mentality. You see the blitzes. You see how he moves Tyron Matthew around, doesn't play him in just one position. He brings that mentality like the Honey Badger brings in, that he has to go to work. The Honey Badger likes to stay here. He's the kingdom landlord. He likes to collect rent. And the stunts they do during the games, what makes these guys so good on defense. And they rotate a lot of defensive linemen. You saw him go out and get Mike Pinnell. You saw him go out and get Terrell Suggs. They have Chris Jones, obviously, and Frank Clark, obviously. And those guys rotate in. They stay fresh. They put pressure on the quarterback. In the beginning of the season, Spag said, you know, you guys are going to take maybe six, seven weeks. And it did. And we saw it building and building and building. And then that last Tennessee game was a jump-off point for these guys. They haven't lost a game since, fellas. Now take us back to when um, Mahomes went ahead and twisted his knee like a pretzel. What were the fans saying then? Did they go, well, season over, and what can we do now? It's done. What, what was the feel like then, huh? Yeah, that's exactly what it was for a little bit. But knowing that they had Andy Reid and, you know, people were thinking about who's our backup. Oh, it's Matt Moore. He was coaching a couple months ago. But <laughs> they knew they had a nucleus around these guys if they could just – stay the water for a couple of weeks and get Patrick Mahomes back, they'd be in good shape. And he came back and played in that Tennessee game, but, you know, he wasn't 100%. So one of the reasons they lost, they had some special teams deficiencies and some defensive letdowns. But they thought if we could just be okay for one or two, maybe three games, we may not win the one seed or the two seed, but we'll have a chance in the playoffs. You know, uh, Rob Collins is our guest, covers the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City in general for Fox 4 in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. I- I'm curious just to kind of maybe get more of a perspective because I don't know. I think people see it when they watch games at Arrowhead. And if you watch the Open before the game, it kind of gave you an idea. But can you put into words how much the Chiefs mean to that city, that area, that region? It means everything to the Chiefs. Sports in this town, it's a smaller market as you guys know, and it means everything. I mean, you see these guys in the grocery store. We see them. We talk to them. They're very involved in the community. Patrick Mahomes, the Honey Badger, Charities, everybody seems like has a charity on the Chiefs, and they're woven in the fabric of Kansas City. It has a real small-town feel, and people really do relate to these players, and the players really do relate to the people. And there's 
a lot of love going around, man. There were a lot of tears tonight when I was walking out on the field after the game, not only in the stands but on the field because these guys know how much the Kansas City Chiefs mean to this city and to this region, and they know how much that Lamar Hunt trophy means to Clark Hunt and the Hunt family. You know, we're saying tonight the Lamar Hunt trophy is back in its resting spot, and the Chiefs are going to do their dangest to keep it there. Rob, how popular would I be if I went to Kansas City, went to a sports bar, and I was wearing my Miami Dolphin jersey? How many people would buy me a beer because of because of that Dolphin victory on the last weekend? You went to a two seed instead of a three seed. I'd be like the king of Kansas City if I came down. You would. You'd be like Marlon Man. Marlon Man, Kansas City fan. He's here all the time. If you guys came in. Everyone in Kansas City may give you a look, but they're still nice. Everyone is super nice here. They would even probably buy you a beverage or two, or you know, knowing you are only six or eight. I oh, I, I, by, by, by the way, I, I'm hearing a report that the San Francisco 49ers are buying a ticket for bad luck Chuck to go to the Super Bowl. Is that true? <laughs> Any truth to the rumor there? They, they may need to, as well-oiled as this uh, Patrick Mahomes-led Chiefs team is doing. I mean, the numbers he put up tonight are unbelievable. And what he's done in four playoff games, guys, is just ridiculous. Almost uh, 1,200 yards passing and 11 touchdowns, no interceptions in his four wow. playoff games. This dude's 24 years old. <laughs> it's Jeez. unbelievable. As a Raider Almost fan, a- it makes me yeah, crazy. Right. Yes, I was going to say, yeah, as a Raider I, fan, it makes me crazy sad because I think you're kind of leaning into it, Rob. He's not going anywhere, nor is this Chiefs team. No, they shouldn't. I mean, he's going to make $200 million here in a couple of weeks after the season's over. They'll get that contract done. But I was at that Raiders game when they lit him up for 28 points in the second half, and yep. it was just unbelievable. He can unleash that at any time. That's why when they get down, fans really aren't that scared unless you're bad luck Chuck and you got to get out of Dodge. <laughs> Poor Charles Penn. Well, look, okay, have Penn. a great time in Miami. Plank and I are expecting, like, a T-shirt from you or something like that. Right. So. All right, I'll hook you up, man. I, I can certainly do that. And, Chris, I have to give a shout-out from my other sports anchor, Harold Coons from Oklahoma. You wanted Good me to dude. give you some love. Yeah, oh, just don't that. don't get stuck talking soccer with him. Stick away from soccer and you'll be good. Rob, oh, thanks, buddy. Me. Yeah, we played in a charity soccer match for Sports oh, Kansas City and he was throwing out terms I had no idea what he was talking about. <laughs> I was just running fast and trying not to pull a hammy in my 48-year-old body. That's awesome. He don't look 48. It. Thanks, Rob. We appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Good stuff, Rob Collins. And my buddy, Harold Coons Arnie, who moved from Tulsa to Kansas City to work at the, the TV station that Rob's at this year. So maybe as bad of a bad luck charm as bad luck Chuck, a.k.a. Yeah. Charles Penn is, Maybe my man Harold Coons can, is a good luck charm. Can we get Bad Luck City. Chuck on? And people, Bad Luck Chuck is the kid that, or the guy that left the uh, Chiefs game when they were down 24 nothing at the end of the first quarter in the last week's game. Oh, he no, he he left when they were down 21. He stuck around oh, at least for a oh, little bit. Okay. He, re- he went home, and by the time that Charles Penn got home, they had scored 35 straight points, so the Chiefs <laughs> wanted to keep him away. So they actually set him up with a place to watch the game from home with one of the Chiefs mascots with him. Oh, they should be giving him TVs and (laughs) and couches and everything, you know? Oh, that's fantastic. The Chiefs said that they would do anything to make sure that that he didn't go to the game. I should get that. Bad luck, kiss of death, Arnie. That's what they should do. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Like the Dolphins doing everything they can with the Giants to keep you away? (laughs) Or or to keep you from picking them? Yes, exactly. By the way, before DeSager strolls into the 
Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Let me remind you that uh, Arnie and Plank brought to you in part by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically. With no limit to how much will match, millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. One final time tonight, Steve DeSager is in the house. What's going on, Steve? Well, we got a lot of football to discuss, of course. Two quick things first. This year's yeah. Baseball Hall of Fame class will be announced Tuesday. It'll certainly include Derek Jeter and also up for the Hall outfielder Larry Walker, career 313 hitter, seven gold gloves. Wow. Colorado's going to retire his jersey in April. Kurt Schilling's still on the ballot. He could get in this year. So we always look ahead late Sunday night. That's Tuesday. And the Australian Open Tennis Tournament started tonight. Not only first-round wins for Serena Williams, for Roger Federer, but young Coco Goff is leading. Beating Venus Williams 7-6-4-2 right now. As for the NFL, Super Bowl 54 will be on Fox TV from Miami in two weeks. 49ers against the Chiefs. How about this? Winning a conference title game while throwing eight passes. Unreal. Wow. How about scoring 37 points and throwing only eight passes? Playoffs or regular season? That had only happened once in the NFL since 1940. And that was when the Bills had O.J. Simpson, and he ran for 219, and they blew out the Patriots, and the quarterback only had to throw seven passes. Here, it was Jimmy Garoppolo, six for eight. Raheem Mostert, 29 carries, 220 yards, and four touchdowns. San Francisco at home wins the NFC Championship 37-20 to over Green Bay. So the Packers were shut out in the first half of this one. They were down 27-0 at the break. The only three times all season they were shut out in a first half were their three games in California. They laid an egg against the Chargers early <laughs> November. They got killed. I think it was a Sunday night game at San Francisco in November, and then today's game. So Green Bay. And goes, he has a house in Malibu too, doesn't he? Uh, who doesn't when you <laughs> speak you speak of rich athletes? But I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Northern California native, quarterback at Cal, first rounder from Cal, three turnovers, sacked three times. Green Bay in the first half had six possessions. Four punts, two turnovers. So Green Bay goes 0-3 in California, which means they went 14-1 in all other locales. Wow. Wow is correct. Uh, San Francisco is up 34-7 after the third quarter. And remember, San Francisco running back Tevin Coleman left early with a shoulder yeah. injury. So, yeah, nearly 30 carries for Mostert. Uh, Devontae Adams in the loss, nine catches, 138 yards. San Francisco was the one seed in the NFC regular season. They beat Green Bay and New Orleans head-to-head. End of the regular season, the key game, winning that close one against Seattle. Wow, how things have turned out. Raheem Mostert was the first playoff runner ever to have in a single half, 150 yards, three touchdowns, and he winds up the only player ever in an NFL playoff game with 200 yards rushing and four TDs on the ground. So you remember five years ago, the NFC Championship was that incredible game at Seattle where the Seahawks came back late and beat Green Bay in overtime. In the five NFC Championships since, it's almost all blowouts. The only exception that Rams overtime at New Orleans last year, but San Francisco at home this year, blowout win. A couple years ago, Philadelphia at home, blowout win. Atlanta, Carolina before that. I'm not saying it's a trend, but the last five years have been like that. Kansas City won the AFC Championship 35-24 over Tennessee, coming from 10 points down late first half. Patrick Mahomes, three TD passes and a 27-yard touchdown run just before halftime. So this means the two fastest teams by miles per hour 
will be facing off in the Super Bowl. <laughs> as far as their ball carriers, Speed. I mentioned earlier that Raheem Mostert, his first touchdown run, they clocked him at almost 22 miles per hour. Right. He and teammate Matt Breida were among the fastest as far as average mile per hour on their carries. And the Chiefs, of course, have plenty of speed. That's going to be one of the many aspects of this Super Bowl in a couple weeks. Ryan Tannehill, two touchdown passes in the loss for Tennessee today. KC scored touchdowns on three straight drives to end the first half and take the lead. And how about this? After Kansas City trailed 17-7 mid-second quarter, the Chiefs outgained Tennessee 342 yards to 39. I know. Until mid-fourth quarter. Jeez. Wow. NBA wins for San Antonio and for Indiana, which has won five in a row. College hoops. Rutgers won another basketball game. They're 14-4. and four. Wow. They haven't been ranked in an AP poll since 1979 when Magic and Bird were in college. Rutgers is 13-0 at home, and, you know, with the revolving door that is the college basketball rankings this year, why not? Rutgers may be ranked. Wake Forest was 1-5 in conference but beat Boston College. And then there's UCLA, the team that's lost at home yeah, to uh, Hofstra and Cal State Fullerton. They won at home against Cal 50-40. to Cal, with about four and a half minutes left in this game, had only scored 27 points at the time. <laughs> so the 49ers had outscored Cal at the time as those two games were going on at the same time. Anyway, back to you. Thanks to Sager as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part is figuring out which way is easier. What What am I going to do my picks on this week, huh? Well, I mean, you got college basketball. Nobody cares about the college basketball picks. Then why do you talk about it so much? Why do well, that's you? That's when the tournament cares, comes around. There you go. That, yeah. Why don't you pick March Madness? Just go, yeah. go all in right now at this point. I mean, you got NBA going. You're gonna have a tough time coming up yeah. with three or four picks. I need those here props for to come out. Segment. Yeah. Um, I, I got a couple of notes here, real quick, yeah. before we get out of here. One of them is, I guess, I always knew Montana, like Joe Montana. Played for San Francisco, won Super Bowls, incredible, and then finished his career, what, one, two seasons in in, uh, Kansas City. But I had forgotten about a couple of others. There are quite a few ties between Kansas City and San Francisco from the quarterback position, Arnie. There's Joe Montana. There's Elvis Gerbach, who started his career at San Francisco before going to Kansas City. There's Steve Bono, the UCLA grad. Did you go to school with him, or was it Jay Schrader that you went to school with? Jay Schrader. Jay Schrader, yeah. Jay Schrader, that's right. Uh, uh, Don't forget Steve DeBerg, who was a Niner and a Kansas City Chief quarterback. And Alex Smith was with both the Niners and the Kansas City Chiefs, though, of course, he is not going to be on the field. D. Ford is a very interesting one, seeing that the Chiefs do now own the Niners' second-round pick in this year's draft based on the trade that they made. And did you know, Arnie Spanier, that Ronnie Lott played for both the Niners and the Chiefs? So just a couple of old-school ties wait, wait, on are that you, front. Are you forgetting one old-school tie? Who's that? Uh, comes on uh, before this show. Brady Quinn? Brady Quinn, Kansas City Chief quarterback. What, did he play for the Niners too? No, but I can't get work with me a little bit. He didn't play for both. But, I, you know, Jonas put that picture of him flexing his arms, looking all tough in the Kansas City. Uh, I didn't even remember he played for the Kansas City Chiefs, to be honest with you. 
I've never been more convinced that you don't listen to me on this show. I did. I know you were doing both, but I can give a little love to him. You don't want to show a little love to Brady Quinn? Okay, I'm just going to tell him that when I get off the show. I'll I'll send him a tweet. Yeah, because he didn't play for the Niners. I was talking about whatever. Uh, And then one more thing. What a run for the Bay Area. Because you're looking – let's just go back to 2010, right? You had the Giants in the World Series in 10 and 12. Yep. The Niners went to the Super Bowl in 2013. Giants went back to the Super Bowl, or excuse me, to the World Series in 2014. Then you had the Warriors in the finals in 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19. Jeez. And now the Niners are back in the Super Bowl. I think the Sharks had a run to the Stanley Cup finals in there somewhere. <laughs> and let's not forget about the A's who always go to the playoffs and then lose. Arnie, what a run for the Bay Area, and to have it kind of accentuated with the Niners' run to the Super Bowl, that's pretty damn impressive. Not fair. What? What's next? USF winning in college hoops? What's going on here? I, not fair at all. They're having way too much luck out there. Can you imagine if San Francisco <laughs> makes a run to the Final Four Bill Cartwright, in college basketball? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know what we've successfully done? Because we'll wrap up. We, we blew off by ourselves tonight because it was Championship Sunday. Yeah. But, and we'll get into it. We might have a whole show next Sunday night of By Ourself. I am proud of us because we've gone two hours and 41 minutes without going overboard on Dana White's comments and then the picture of Tom Brady bumping into Mark Davis in Vegas last night for the Cowboy Connor fight. But are you buying in our very. Most minimalist edition of buy or sell ever. Are you buying that there's any smoke to the fire that Dana White started in thinking that Tom Brady's either going to Vegas or he's staying in New England? 100% where there's smoke, there's fire. And Tom Brady's got other things to worry about than to hang out with Mark Davis unless he wants to play for the Raiders. You better believe there'll be some conversations there. Not saying he'll go play for them, but there'll be some conversations. And by the way, Craig at Jericho Mileman on Twitter just gave us a great point, Arnie. You could give your predicted order of finish for the XFL. Instead of your weekly picks. Yeah, because I, we are right I, around the corner from the start of the XFL. That's true. That's true. I, I don't even know all the teams in it, but I can still still make a prediction. <laughs> that, that's never stopped me before. Right. What, what, what's knowledge about anything? Exactly. All right. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, we'll wrap it up with Arnie's picks as we get you ready for Big Ben Maller right here on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? 
and we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Winter means it's time to bundle up your insurance. Bundle home and auto with farmers and you could save an average of 20%. Call 1-800-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Reported 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Man, great stuff tonight on the Wheels of Steel from Bobo. Great job tonight. One of our bigger guest lists I think we've had yeah. on this show from Rob Collins joining us from Kansas City. Great, great information from John Middlecoff. Make sure you download the 3 and Out podcast or subscribe if you haven't yet. iHeartRadio is a great podcast app as well as streaming this show and its podcast as well. And Todd Furman for joining yes. us here on Fox Sports Radio. So if you missed any of it, go download the podcast. And great job by Lee Lap hooking it all up. Steve DeSager on updates. And don't forget, don't forget. Big Ben is coming up next to, I guess, officially kick off the work week. Ben so Heller. before we go anywhere else, Arnie Spanier, let's get your picks. I don't know what you're going to pick. Oh, I don't know if I you're do. ready to pick the Super Bowl, but let's go. I'm ready to pick the Super Bowl and props. Give me a little music. Put me in the mood. And I will tell you this. For now, let's just say San Francisco's getting one point over 52. Though I've seen it where it's one and a half, 52 and a half, and it's going to continue to grow. We'll update the line next week. But I will tell you, I am taking San Francisco, and I am taking the over. I think the 49ers can win the game, but it's going to be a close one. May even go to overtime. I think it's going to be a one-possession game, even a field goal-type game. I see it 31-28. I'm going with the 49ers. But more important than that are the crazy propositions like the length of the anthem. Um, Demi Lovato, you know who she is? He yep. is, she is, I don't know. She uh, let me tell you something. Over, under on the anthem, always take the over. She sang the over. It took her two minutes and 11 seconds last time. That was back in 2018. Take the over if it's over 205 or 206 or something like that. Jennifer Lopez, her first song that she'll sing. Do you have any idea, Plank? Are you up on, on music or what? I would say Jenny from the Block. No, I'm, I'm going to say Let's Get Loud. That That's going to be my pick. I think she's going to sing that one first. What is going to be the first Shakira song that's going to be sung? You tell me. Uh, I don't know the name of it. Uh, oh, baby, if you move like I don't know the name of it. I'm going to say whenever, wherever, whatever. No, hips that's not. Lie. It's going to be Hips Don't Lie. Thank you, Bobo. I barely okay. got it out before you had to bail me okay, out. Okay, Hips Don't Lie. I'll do the wherever, wherever. By the way, how many songs will Jennifer Lopez and Shakira perform together? You got to take the over one and a half. It's definitely <laughs> going to be two songs. There's, there's no doubt in my mind that that's going to happen. And the Super Bowl coin toss always go with heads that's going to be the winner there you have my picks do with them as you please but remember they're no longer strictly for entertainment purposes only oh, i didn't even give you the color clap, color of the gatorade clap, clap, dump on the clap. winning coach or anything like that we'll have more next week that's when they all start coming out chris i, I am i am kind of disappointed there was uh, wow. no nba no no who cares basketball? about that when i could get anthem over unders and stuff that's well, the great stuff i mean we I have a show balls. tomorrow all right excuse me next week as well yeah. too we gotta 
have picks as well. So well, there's, that's where we get all the props then. We get everything. You just made those up then? No, I, I, I oh, got okay. this. I don't know what website. This is on crossing something. I don't know. I got. I this will on say this. Website. I have spent the better part of three hours tonight looking for props already. Mm-hmm. And the only three I found were for next year are from last year's <laughs> Super Bowl. So kudos to you for actually finding <laughs> those. How about this number? If you're looking ahead to next Sunday already, and I'm sure in Kansas City and in the Bay Area you are. But think about this. From Danny Freisinger on Twitter, who throws this out. The Chiefs haven't lost since week 11. That was in Tennessee. Right. They've gone 8-0 in that stretch. They're outscoring their opponents 32-15. to And since Patrick Mahomes returned from a dislocated knee in yeah. week 11, they've been averaging five and a half touchdowns per game. Arnie. Wow unbelievable what wow. they've been through. And, and I forgot this until I was just watching the highlights. It was Kansas City that Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt against last year. Oh. It was against the Chiefs whenever he got hurt on the sidelines and revenge. then wasn't able to return the rest of the year. So there you go. It's yes. Jimmy G's revenge game. Arnie, have a great week. You I know too, that buddy. it's going to be good for you because the Patriots are out of this thing. You don't have Thank to worry goodness. about it. And you can just debate what's next for Brady. Bobo, Lee, DeSager, great stuff tonight. We'll be back next Sunday night with a huge preview of the Super Bowl. Stick around. Big Ben Maller is recapping Championship Sunday coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.